Yeah, you next saw the Easter Bunny this week, and she was gripping Heather. Do not let me be held by that thing. Oh, was it a Donnie Darko bunny? No, it wasn't. I mean, it was. It wasn't the, <laughs> the classiest of bunnies, but. Welcome back to Chill Filter, the podcast where we drink whiskey. So you don't have to, but you probably should. You probably are. That's why we like. On this week, we are drinking Knob Creek 15-year KC002. I assume that's a thing. I don't that's know. I'll have to wait until Cole gives me the info. I've I very rarely uh, knocked back a few knobs. You know, it's, it's not happened frequently. So I'm ready to learn a little bit from Cole. But before we get to Cole teaching us about things, hit us up on Instagram. Talk to us. We'd love to say hi. Also... And- Vote for things when uh, Two Pick Tuesday and uh, what, what would you do you Wednesday? But we're you know we've got some new listeners. We've we've been get, we're we growing do. in listenership, and mm-hmm. I want to urge you if you actually enjoy the podcast slash YouTube, give us mm-hmm. a rating and review over on whatever platform you subscribe to. Uh, yeah. We'd love to have it. We'd love to see it. We need to tell Mitzelprick that yeah. yes, we like the meanderings. You're wrong. We know there are some inaccuracies. They fix them. And you know what? Most of our listeners are not family. In fact, our family doesn't even want to listen to us. Yeah. He thinks that all of our ratings and reviews are because we're rated fairly high. So anyway, folks, leave a rating and review. Other than that, that's about it. Cole, how you doing, bud? Doing better than last week. It's funny. Last week, I think we recorded on a Friday. Um, yep. and I listened to last week's episode at some point this week and, uh, told you about how I had gotten off clean with the getting you sick get, around the house down with the sickness, got down with the sickness that oh, night. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, Ooh-ah-ah-ah. that was me in the shower, um, on Friday night. Well, I got, and... uh, I, I will say this, Cole, mm-hmm. you were a little roasty toasty on last week's recording. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything no. I was from, getting handsy. From... I was getting gestural. <laughs> yeah, but that, yeah, sadly, that wasn't it. I mean, bas- I, I, it was about, I was about due, um, yeah. for getting what my the rest of my family had, um, and uh, and I thought I was holding off, and then I had like ice cream that night. We, Heather and I watched Ted Lasso together after recording, and and then I'm like, I don't, my stomach doesn't hurt, but something's going on down there. <laughs> Oh, rumbly and, in the tumbly. Uh, yeah, rumbly in the tumbly. And uh, yeah, that night I threw up twice. But here's oh, the crazy no. thing. That wasn't the worst part about it. The wor- And actually, the fir- I told Heather, the first time I threw up, I was like, oh, that was it? Like, if, if every barf were like that, I wouldn't hate barfing. Um, <laughs> and, and, then, uh, and then I got hit a little later, and I was like, that's why I hate barfing. Like uh, a dog returns but, to its vomit, so did Cole. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And, um, what happened was I, when I get sick, I have weird dreams and sometimes they're not just like crazy or vivid or anything like that, but they're like delusional. And what I mean by that is, um, I basically convinced myself that I needed to fulfill some sort of input into the sleep machine. And I don't even know what the sleep machine was, but, and then the sleep machine would, would, would offer me sleep. And it was just like the whole night I couldn't sleep because I'm like, am I inputting it right? And I was like, inputting what? And like sometimes, sometimes I would like, like, like slap myself awake and be like, hey, you just sleep. Like you don't like, but, but my mind was so like, just the sick dream was so this, overwhelming that I would just go like back to a combination of the dream police and the rage against the sleep machine. Dude, it was crazy. And I didn't, I probably got. 30 minutes of sleep that whole night. And oh. and meanwhile, I'm thinking, am I going to keep throwing up? Which I didn't after midnight. You ever um, just sleep on the bathroom floor? Uh, no, I, 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 I rarely throw up. Yeah. So, I'm a yeah. pretty, I'm a fairly like my philosophy is when in doubt, get it out, puke away, brother. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, there's plenty, especially in the, like if you're a little fevered or like summertime, I will mm-hmm. sleep on the ceramic tile because it's nice and cold, cozy cool. up to whatever dirty laundry's nearby as a pillow, and like that's mm-hmm. my home for the night, man. Yeah, no, no. I, I, the last time I threw up before this, five years ago, and before that was five years before that. And I wonder if that's I related to your burping disability. What's that? 
I wonder if it's related to your burping disability. Uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, you know when you like burp a lot when you're about to throw up? Mm, no. Okay, some people do. <laughs> and the whole time my throat was just like, like, just let me, like, let something. And it would just like do that spasm that it does all the time. And um, your so esophagus is the red sea. Up. Your, your stomach's like, let my people. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> I got sick, and then and then so the next day I was like I was hoping to spend some good time with my family, uh, but I basically had to catch up on sleep because once I kind of in the morning I was like oh screw it you know I'm just gonna wake up and not even wake up like just gonna go about my business for a little bit hopefully get my mind off of this dream delusion. What's that? I'm just singing System of a Down. Wake up. Oh, nice. Why did you mind off the dream stuff? Why did you get off the dream stuff? Did you do the right machine? No, I did the right machine. Yeah. No, that's how it felt. And uh, and then luckily my mind got off of it and I could go back to sleep. And I slept like half the day probably. Can I tell you something um, cool? But then I was 100% on Sunday. Yeah, Relish up? that because when there's two kids, you may not oh, have that no. luxury. Yeah, I believe <laughs> it. Yeah, that's the thing is like we, we're like Heather's due in three months three and a half months and, and that's like i'm not even like thinking about how my life is going to be changed so much because you know we have a one already like when we when we were pregnant with beck it was like oh that's all i could think about is like how my life's going to change with beck but with beck it's just like so entertaining and so you know filling of time that for number two we're like oh man like what we like we don't even think about the potential when i think it's just going to hit us like a ton of bricks in july so well it's it's honestly the nice thing is you have a kid who's fairly stable mm-hmm. and you just got to like i think you have to guard and preserve your family time so like yeah. don't overextend yourself don't plan on doing too much and mm-hmm. then like you got to you're Sorry, buddy. You got to go to bed at a decent hour so you can be an, an equal participant. That's the yeah. hard thing. Like, it's just like regulating um, yourself so that you are better the next morning so that you can. Yeah. Help. Because, like, Heather's going to be so busy with the baby. Yeah. And I'm going to have to shut down the jewelry shop for a while. Yeah. And uh, just figure that one out slowly. So, yeah. In all good time. Are, do, you, do you guys think you want to have a three, maybe? Or you guys? I I'd probably be good with two, but yeah. Heather's keeping it open. Okay. Um, but I'm okay with just two. So yeah, it's how it goes. But otherwise, good week. I uh, called off tomorrow uh, because it's nice. Good Friday. We're recording on Thursday, and Good Friday is the daycare is closed. So I am taking care of that. Perfect. Today. So it should be fun. We're wow. gonna um this week actually my um sourdough starter turned three years old mm. and so we're gonna make a sourdough together sourdough low for two uh me and beck and then uh i should like sell that on uh craigslist or something like hey do you want a part of a three-year-old mature sourdough starter five bucks and it's i'll give you a trained. little enough to start your own what's that it's it's three years old it's house trained yeah yeah it can pee outside it can uh no, it's it's a solid uh what do you call it? A solid starter. It's been good to me for the past three years. And I've do been good a, to it. So I've this year I got we so we've killed one sourdough starter. Okay. Uh and then we killed a second sourdough. But the second sourdough okay. we killed, we before we killed it, we gave some to Papa G and Papa nice. G gave some back to us. So we're on our third iteration of sourdough nice. starter. Yeah, I gotcha. And when I got my second sourdough, I learned that people name them. Did you name your sourdough? I've never named it, um, but if I did, it'd be a cool name. Like you got a like OPP Popowitz or something like that. You know, classic, classic yeah. name. What a what a what a name. What a dog. And O-P-P. Chelsea and I still. Oh, I'm going to bring that up tonight. We're going to argue about who actually named that dog OPP Popowitz. Oh, you still me? She swears it's her. Really? That's yeah. a good name, OPP Popowitz. He what was a the- dog. Well, How our old new was dog, he when he passed? He was too young. He, I think he was Aww. 11, which is oh, older, yeah. but like for a like mongrel mix, that's kind of young. And it He's, happened fast. Like he was, Aww. yeah, that was the hard part. 
It was just like, oh, he's not feeling well, and we're taking him to the vet. And, oh, guess what? Now the vet says he's doing horrible two days later. Oh. Yeah. Oh, uh, I will say Bo's uh-huh. name is pretty, pretty awesome. Bocephus mm-hmm. Mugget. Nice. I like that one. He needs a middle name or a middle initial. His middle name is Mugget. So it's M. Bo M. Oh, Deadlow? Deadlow, yeah. Okay. Bocephus Mugget Deadlow. Why mug it? Because the girls could not say chicken nugget. They said mug it. And he was so small, like a chicken nugget. We named him mug. It. Oh, that's cute. I had a dream one time. It wasn't, it wasn't a um, dog, but I, I had a pet sparrow. I might've mentioned no, this, this is before. already sounding worse than MLK's dream, but go ahead. No, yeah, it's totally worse than that dream. <laughs> um, but uh, I named him in my dream. I named him crouton, which I think is a fantastic that's name a good for a name. sparrow. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So anyway, that's how I'm doing this week. Looking forward to the weekend. Yeah. Life's good. I'm entry buzzing on um, Sentinel Rye. And Ooh. having a good time. Ooh la lur. That is a good Ooh, la lur. I don't yeah, know. How are you it's doing? not what I want in a rye, but it is a good rye. And I'm Ooh. Delbach fanboy. How am I doing? Uh, I'm all right, dude. Oh, my gosh. Today, I had meetings scheduled. At another school, like to transition my eighth graders to high school, and they were scheduled for 20 or 30 minutes. The shortest meeting I had was 50 minutes. Oh, no. And I have not eaten lunch. I have not, like, it just threw my whole day off. I'm like, if we weren't going to stick to the meeting timeline, I would have called for a sub. I feel like, yeah. Oh, it was awful. So that was good high school teachers. Today was tricky. Today was a little tricky. Uh, the, no, the teachers were great. It was other people that were in the meeting. I don't want to say too much more. Mm. Because they might have need listening. They probably aren't. No one listens to us. Um, except for the people who it's really true. matter. And you know yeah. what? You matter, listener. Um, other than that, I'm excited. I uh, nail, uh, I Starting my summer itinerary, I nailed down uh-huh. a trip uh, with my father-in-law's uh, Mercedes like camper van kind of thing that he, yeah, yeah. Uh, that he bought. And I'm taking, I got the girl, I got the girls for at least three days. We're going to do a Yellowstone trip. And then I nice. might extend it to some other sites after three days, depending on how sane I am and able to mm-hmm. parent. Um, so I'm excited about that. Like, and the girls, it's so cute. The girls are so excited. Well, the twins are excited. Amara's like a teenager and she's like, I, I need good sleep. And I'm like, welcome to the real world, honey. Um, yeah, haven't had good sleep. Well, she was a good sleeper, so I had good sleep up until the twins. But like, yeah. got that trip nailed down. I'm so excited for that. I mean, it's gonna be me and the girls. Chelsea's not in the picture, not because I don't love Chelsea, but because I want to do a father daughter like vacation, nice. take advantage mm-hmm. of having summers off. So we're gonna do Yellowstone, possibly Glacier. I don't know. We'll see. Wow, you should um, go to like Moab or something. Um, maybe next summer. This summer, like, yeah, like yellow. So, Yellowstone was the vacation part of my family vacations in the summer. So, we would always mm-hmm. go to Nebraska and we'd drive to Nebraska, which I loved. I loved seeing family and doing that sort of thing. And then on the way back, if we took the northern route, we'd always stop at Yellowstone. And I friggin' love mm-hmm. Yellowstone. I've not been to Yellowstone since I was 25 and uh-huh. I'm a, a 42. That's almost 20 years. Holy moly um i almost swore there because i was so astounded by how old i've gotten yeah um so i'm so excited to go but yeah i have never but i've never been to moab and moab is pretty close so i should do that at some point maybe that's next summer's van van life road trip so we got that nailed down and then uh dude i tell you we're like in this new phase of life twins are in dance amara's in dance amara's like going to these youth groups and things and like, dude i feel like I all I do is come home, try to make dinner real fast, and then <laughs> no, that's just a day, and try to make dinner real fast, and then I got to go pick this kid up and come home, and like mm-hmm. Chelsea and are like, so it's one of those things like life is just busy, but it's like I think I have a better perspective on it based off of COVID because mm-hmm. like I am so glad Amara has like good friends and she gets to go do these things, and the twins are like. You know what I mean? It's just a nice spot yeah. in life where it's like your kids can socialize with people besides the family, and that's good. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. well, I'm good, man. That'll be a day for us. Yeah, you next saw you're... the Easter Bunny this week, and she was gripping Heather. Do not let me 
be held by that thing. Oh, was it a Donnie Darko bunny? No, it wasn't. I mean, it was it wasn't the, the classiest of bunnies, but it was more so like uh, it wasn't that bad either. But it was. Uh, I think Dex just doesn't like to be held by strangers. I like to think that it was not a classy bunny. I think if a classy bunny showed up, Beck would be like, "Hello, classy bunny." Yeah, hello there, Mister Bunny. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's, that's life. Anything else with you? What are you doing for Easter weekend? Going to my mother-in-law's church with the kids, and then we're going to go to her house and cook a meal. Ta-da. What about you guys? Uh, Oh, gosh. Speaking of which, I had a memory come up the other day, and Mm -hmm. it was that Easter weekend where we had you over and we had the Jameses, Lauren and Demetri. Remember them? Uh And we had... We had mimosas and we had bacon and eggs and we played croquet. I don't remember that. You don't remember that? It was at our house. Yeah. I think I might remember that. And like, honestly, like, I don't know. That's kind of where I want to be in life where it's just like you hang out with the people you want to hang out with. Not that I don't Mm -hmm. love my family. I love my family very much. Mm -hmm. But when you get to hang out with like your friends that you choose, that's so nice. Yeah. You don't remember that? I think I do. We played croquet. We had mimosa. Oh yeah, I totally bacon. remember that. Yep. Okay. And there was. The, oh yeah, uh, yeah, I remember it too. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I remember one thing from that. I remember telling Lauren your Wi-Fi password, and you were really upset that I said it out loud was in the neighborhood. I? Oh <laughs> yeah, you were like, "Call! Someone could hear you and steal our Wi-Fi." Was it wasn't really upset. upset. It was, was just it like, or was I joking? Upset? I think you were half and half. Okay, which wasn't a bad thing. Kind of yeah. like. On that one episode where you said our my Wi-Fi password on the show. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I didn't totally <laughs> say it. I think I like you went said it. it you said I said the whole old... thing. Yeah, you did. And I remember Adam. I, I still it was, remember it. Was it. When Ad, it was when Adam was editing, and he was like, "Oh my gosh, Cole, that cracked me up." Robbie That's freaked funny. out. Yeah. Uh, I just don't like cyber terrorists, Cole. What? <laughs> Up, cool. <laughs> the new one involves dog butts too. <laughs> they always involve dog butts. You know what they need to involve next time? Sherry butts. Sherry butts make drive me nuts. But cool. um, yeah, On, yeah, this, I'm. Uh, we're doing family. Can you have sherry butts? No. Can we? Jimmy can... doesn't doesn't usually do like special finishes. I was trying to do a smooth transition to like, I don't know, Robbie. Maybe we should let's take find a out walk. on the history. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you had asked me, what am I doing for Easter's? Oh, that's right. So, Sorry. Um, I yeah, it'll just be with my wife's family. Hopefully, I'll make a brisket or something like that. But uh, we'll figure it out. You better go buy that. So you don't definitely have to... a sourdough. Yeah, it might be a little late to pick up a brisket at this point, but we'll figure it out. Anyway, <laughs> let's go for a walk break. We'll come back. We'll talk about the history of Knob Creek, and we'll talk about a few other things. But anything before we do that, Robbie? You're the best, Cole. You're the best, dog butts. Um, Hey! And uh, with that, we'll go to break. And we're back. Uh, a few notes to get to before we get into the history. Not not many notes, uh, but some good talks this week for some of our listeners. But the main shout out I want to give this week to Drew Toland. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm scared if Drew became a Patreon supporter because he might be too good looking. Because mm. uh, he's already a very good looking man. But um, I'm scared. So uh, Knob Creek, 15 year, KC002. Uh, before I checked, I would have sworn that we've only drank Knob Creek once before on the podcast. Uh, but this was actually our fourth Knob Creek product on the podcast. Adam, like Knob, Adam likes Knob Creek. I he remember did. that because mm-hmm. I bought him a, mug, 10. a Knob Creek mug and I don't think I ever sent it to him. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the beginning. Was Yeah, episode 10, we drank the Cash Strength Rye from 2018. I believe it was uh, barreled in 08 or something like that. 
Uh, maybe not, but uh, episode 58, we drank the twice-barreled bar- rye, and episode 70, we drank Knob Creek Small Batch versus the 25th anniversary edition. Uh, but this is Robbie's first Knob Creek whiskey on the podcast because that the almost the most recent episode was 180 episodes ago, well before, not well before, but somewhat before Robbie joined. Uh, so I thought uh, I could talk about Jim Beam Distillery since we don't talk about it often, but I'll do that one day in the future uh, when we cover a non-Knob Creek whiskey. Today, we're just going to talk no, about no. the history of Knob Creek. So the year is 1992, and the mm, larger label yes. and whiskey maker, Jim Beam Distillery, had been around no, for quite Robert a while. was rollerblading and playing roller hockey in the South Zilla Street of Kennewick. When Cole was just a little bit older than Beck. Um, yeah, that's crazy to think about. But anyway, uh, and Booker, no. Did you ever rollerblade? Uh, yeah, I mean, I did a little bit. Yeah, we had a, Gosh, we had a I rollerbladed all the time. Yeah. yeah you were that I mean, guy? Well, it was just what everybody did, and I played roller yeah. hockey a ton. Oh, nice. Yeah, it makes sense with roller hockey. Um. No, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, we, I watched we did a little bit. I watched no good at it. Tons of X Games rollerblading. Not did you? Anymore. Were you able to go backwards? Oh yeah, bro, I can skate backwards yeah. like no, no never been missing. able to do that in my life. Oh, it's it's easy. You just kind of like do a lazy two sided figure eight with your feet, and you mm-hmm. just shake of them hips, man, bro. Okay. Oh, you just yeah. it's, it's so. I would demonstrate it on YouTube, but I don't think I don't want our numbers to get too high here. Yeah, people exactly. view that booty like crazy. Yeah, scooch your booty. It's all in the booty. Boop boop the yeah. booty booty. Uh, yeah. Let's Booker, talk no. more about rollerblading and <laughs> skate. Yeah, let's switch it over to that podcast. Uh, Booker No, a sixth generation distiller from the Beam family, he had an idea. Booker was age 64 when he introduced Knob Creek. Uh, remember how I said Brown Foreman introduced, uh, started Woodford Reserve as a kind of like a luxury brand for their line? Well, Knob Creek was basically the same kind of thing, just around about the same time. Uh, Jim Beam started, or Jim Beam Standard uh, was very available and not always seen as the classy man's bourbon. And even though Knob was the same juice like as Jim Beam, at least for bourbons and rye, uh, it was aged differently and packaged very differently. And why the name Knob Creek? Well, I looked into this, and apparently it was a brand revival. Uh, some people say it was yeah named after the creek that went through Abraham Lincoln's property. Probably the case. Um, but it was also a brand revival. Those, uh, there's a lot of those in the whiskey world of like brand revivals, like like uh, Kentucky Owl or you know like uh, what was the other one I was thinking of? I forget. But um, Knob Creek was originally started in 1898 by the Penn Maryland Corporation, a division of National Distillers, and then in 18, 1987, Beam bought it out or bought out National Distillers, so it was very easy brand purchase there. Uh, the original 100 proof was a nine year bourbon. Uh, that standard, uh, was 100 proof, and they always claimed it to be a small batch product for Knob Creek, at least, uh, if not a single barrel. Uh, and in 2009, they temporarily meaning what's that? Those words sound like that meaning, yeah, but they really don't. The small batch really doesn't have a single barrel. I mean, yeah, who knows what, yeah. But in 2009, they temporarily removed the age statement. Demand was too high, and they had to compromise a little uh, by using less than nine-year barrels. Uh, one interesting, and they brought it back in like 2020, I want to say. One interesting thing about Knob Creek is that in the Rick houses where it's aged, apparently the Knob Creek is never aged in the top two or bottom two floors. And Jim Beam is known for pretty tall Rick houses altogether. So uh, there is always the idea. I've heard this a lot. That the middle of the house. Rick house is where the best stuff is. But we'll so if you have out. a taller Rick house, a wider Rick mm-hmm. house, you, you get more of a house, a lot of goodies in the middle, more in the middle. Yeah. So since 1992, a good few varieties have been introduced to the Knob Creek line to name a few. There's the single barrel uh, nine year and that came out in 2010 
at 120 proof. Uh, Knob Creek Rye came out in 2012 at 100 proof. No age statement on that originally. Uh, and then uh, since then, they've come out with at, at least or with a, at least three um, age stated uh, bourbons. There's the 12 year, the 15 year, what we're drinking today. And then there's the 18 year bourbons. And like we mentioned last week on uh, Whiskey World News, the rye is adding a seven-year age statement now. So that's cool. Uh, what we're drinking today, the <laughs> Knob 15, um, KC002. This is a special release that originally came out in June of 2020. And I believe this is the 2021 release, the second release. Uh, so it's pretty allocated, pretty pretty hard to find in general. The mash bill is typically a low rye beam mash bill, which is 77% corn, 13% rye, and 10% malted barley. Pretty much everything that's not Old Grandad or Basil Hayden's is this uh, low rye mash bill that now uses. The same as Jim Beam and everything. Uh, proof is 100 on this one we're drinking today. And I'm pretty sure I've had this at a bar, at least the 2020 release. Uh, but I'm keeping a fresh mind for this review. Total wine price, $100. So shorter history for today, but better to just dig in. Let's, Let's dig it. This. John, Can I you gotta, dig it? I got to close the door before my wife comes home. I'll tell you one thing. I just referenced a movie that I guarantee Cole has not seen because when we were talking off air, Cole says he's never seen The Breakfast Club. Not yet. By John Hughes. Not that John Hughes. Not John the Voldemort. The movie director. Yeah. Yeah. When I say, can you dig it? Do you know what that's from, Cole? Uh, it just sounds like, uh, doesn't Arnold Schwarzenegger say that in a movie? Can you dig it? Or no, after he like kills someone with a shovel, he'd be like, can you dig can it? You, can you dig it? No, it yeah. comes from the Warriors. Have you ever seen the Warriors? No, but is that a John Hughes? No. No, it's definitely. Well, it takes yeah, place I've in seen, York, I've seen the cover of it. It's Ooh. based in Chicago, you said? No, John Hughes is Chicago. This was like oh. New York gangs. Oh, okay. Pretty sure. Warriors come out and play. Clink, 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 clink. You've seen Apparently that, that was a uh, like last minute decision of the actor to do that. So you've seen it or you just have we I've just seen I've seen that scene. Okay. It it very much skewed my definition of gangs until I got into nice. middle school. My definition of gangs was based on West Side Story, so it was very different than real gangs. So. Cool. Arr, Rob. Meow. Well. <laughs> <laughs> There's this scene in um, Arrested Development where Tobias finds this gang, and the gang was like put together by his wife originally uh, from the hot cop stripper, um, like male stripper <laughs> uh, thing. And, uh, and so I have this like line memorized in my mind. Cause it's one of the funniest lines of that whole show where Tobias with his male stripper gang, who doesn't, he doesn't realize they were paid by his wife to be like a gang, uh, with air quotes. And he walks up to this other gang and he goes, Hey, hey there, Fazellas. Looks like you guys are up to no good. Well, this gang used to be like that two, three, four. And then he starts like doing this like musical rap thing. <laughs> it's so funny. And then they start shooting at him and he's like, I've, I miscalculated retreat. Anyway. <laughs> I want to watch that now. Um, nose wise. This is like a really, really good nose. Yeah. Super sweet. Very bourbony. Um, rye two. I could tell it's a oh, high rye yes. bourbon. Or a rye bourbon. What's the percent? What's the proof on this again? One hundred. One hundo. But it's not bonded. It's not bonded. Because oh, that takes government supervision. Good. I don't like the government. Don't tread on me, brother. Yeah. Don't tell me what I can't pay taxes on, or can. Yeah, there's a, there's a good there is a bit of riot in the nose for sure. Yeah. Um, went for my but it's first. It's like trip. a pleasant bourbon. It it is. It's definitely it's. Bourbony, I'll say that much. Bourbony than rye is kind of what I get. Um, caramel, definitely. Yes, honey, vanilla, maybe. I think vanilla um, for sure. A nice Ooh. color, too. A nice terracotta, darker. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I get a bitterness on the front end and I'm not a huge fan of it. And it does feel hotter than a hundred to me. Like it feels like it's it, it, the burn is there a little bit more. I haven't really entry buzzed because I was afraid to, cause I really haven't eaten today. Watch out. Um, but then it really fades. It's very corn forward. I don't get a lot of uh, like when you said rye on the nose, I'm like, yeah, I get the rye on the nose, but I don't really get it too much on the palate. Um, very corn forward. And I, I will say, like, I'm not digging it so far. I can't dig it. Um, he can't. Just because it's got that bitter, like, it's it's a wall of bitter you got to get through before you get to the good stuff. I like the, the back end, but I'm not a huge fan of, like, the front end of the palate. That's funny, because I'm the opposite. I, really? I think the back end is uh, astringent, uh, oaky, and it's where it drops off. It's like, once you get halfway through the palate, it's like, hey. There he goes, the good. Really? Uh, I must be your yang. You're my yin. Yeah, this wasn't my... my When I tried the 15-year before, I thought it was just over-oaked overall. It is oaky. Um, this is oaky. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, this is just on the finish for me. The front of the palate's actually very good. Uh, I don't think it's like too sweet or anything, but it's got some good, some good caramel notes, some good vanilla notes, uh, typical bourbon notes. I am not getting... I guess I'm getting a little bit of peanuts that can happen with bean products, but it's not overwhelmingly peanutty, like like Booker's might be or something like that. Um, this is more like a standard bourbony flavor. It's a little more potent than your average bourbon in terms of flavor, but then it it goes a little too oaky on me at the at the finish. So let me try it again. Yeah. Um. Yeah, maybe I just needed to have an entry buzz on it to get where you're at but it is funny though we kind of flip-flop i dropped yeah. my water i'm making it dizzy aggravating it yeah as some would say oh man so the funny thing is did you watch matt's uh review of the 10 cup 14 yes no? and he disagreed with us he thought the 14 year was much better than the 10 year he did although we agreed mm-hmm. on the nose we yeah, we did. It was we a agreed on some of the notes. It was like light yeah. and delicate, but yeah, yeah. Nose wise, was good. I think it was when it I gave was it as good. a rating, but I think it deserved a good rating. It just wasn't it was, as it was, good as the well, tenure. I wasn't. I wasn't as impressed with it for sure. It was too. Just kind of fell flat. Anyway, that we're not talking about that. We're talking about this. No. Anyway, I thought it was funny. We had released the same thing the same day. Yeah, seriously. He must have known. Yeah, that, he, he must, must spy him. He's in the walls. Get your tinfoil hat on. Nose-wise, yeah. I think it makes it a little bit better. I kind of like the nose better mm-hmm. with the water. It's definitely sweeter. I'm not getting, like, sometimes you drop the water and you get a little more alcohol notes. This was sweeter. Um I don't know if I could pull out any rye from the nose. So it's more like a bourbon. It like definitely leans towards the bourbon sweetness on the nose. Yeah, I agree. It's a little more sweet on the nose, but I just took a sip. It gets a little more like dry and astringent and oaky, even more than my, you know, t- definitely more than my liking, uh, but even more than the uh, neat pour for me when I add a little water. I'm with you 100%, except for the difference is your palate versus mine. I like oak, and I like the way the mm. oak comes out on this. Um, I think the rye spice shows up a little bit more. I'm not getting a lot of bitterness or anything like that, like I was on the um, neat. So yeah. far, water is where it's at for me, which does not happen often. So this, that's mm. kind of impressive. I like that. My second sip, I hated. Like right. I had to like shake it off. Um. Not my cup of tea in terms of the oak, uh, but still, I liked it better with the neat pour for sure. Um, but let's see what ice will do. To this Ooh, thing. Let me take my last I'm sip loving water. water. Water is, and again, oak is not your thing. You don't like over oak. I really mm. like, I mean, this is where you get vibrance, right? It is uh, very oaky. The heat kind of gets like, it feels, it, this doesn't feel like 100 proof to me. It does not. It feels hotter in both neat and water, mm-hmm. um, but like you get like a nice rice. I think the rice shows up less on the nose, but way more on the palate. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, water so far is winning. Yeah. We'll see where the ice brings us because I'm uh, sniffing it now. It's super muted on the nose with some ice. Um, I feel like I can't even smell anything with some ice. Uh, but I'll oh, go the uh, fire in the hole. Boom. Wow, that was messy. I thought I muted myself, but I almost left the studio, Cole. Then I realized I made a mistake. I'm still here, aren't I? You're frozen. You're Did here. You okay. <laughs> oh, left that studio. I thought you were like talking about like walked out of the room. No, 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 no. Like I went to mute myself so people wouldn't get the like, but they got yeah, that. Yeah. Sorry. Uh huh. No, they didn't. I was muted. Did I mute myself? Yeah, I didn't hear a bit. Oh, wonderful. I almost yeah. left. What glass is that? Are you drinking a Glen Karen? No. Or no? I don't. I I am awful. I think either I have like COVID cloud foggy brain things going on or my ADD is like really bad because I just cannot find things, do things. Like, I don't know. I, feel, I don't feel like I'm able to keep up anymore. So no, I don't uh-huh. have any of my nice glasses. This is just like a Christmas box crown royal glass. Nice. I don't, I don't like this with ice. I don't know if I can even finish this. So, Ooh. yeah, it's it's too oaky. It's it's like dry it to the max, like astringent. I think is a good way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it went too far. It's like drawing yeah. the the sweetness away from everything in the bourbon. Yeah, there's like not a lot of sweetness for sure. I get yeah. a little bit to start on the front, but then it's like not the little bit you get is not worth the rest of the drink. Yeah. I respect Jim Beam for making a 15-year. I think this was actually really cool that they did I this. like and it. I would love to try the 18-year. Uh, but I am putting together my rating for this. And sadly, if you've been listening, I'm not a huge fan of this one so far. But that's okay. just me. And I get that. I get that it's just me because there are things about this that are personal preferences of Cole. And well, one is thing, like... I don't love when things are over-oaked. So. Yeah. Now I will say this is very oaky, um, yeah. but that's the thing. It's like, you know, I feel like we do a good job of giving good ratings and good reviews and like telling people like, Hey, like if you see it, get it. But again, it comes with caveats of like, what do you like? What do you dislike? Like early on in the show, Adam did not like scotches. Cole does. And mm-hmm. if you like scotches, you should probably listen to Cole's review. Cole does not like Oak. I don't mind Oak. Yeah. I hate vanilla. Probably Cole doesn't rabbit. care. Yeah. So, yeah. There you go. You got you got your rating. You want me to go first? Uh, I do. I I'm gonna go low on this one. I'm gonna go a six point nine. Uh, okay. Would not buy this. Voice. Um. Would not enjoy it too much, even if it were handed to me. Uh, I I don't love it, but I I could definitely say there's worse out there. But this isn't up my alley. So six point nine for me. Speaking of up Cole's Alley, if we hit patreon.com slash chillfilter and we get to a thousand right dollars per alley. month, Cole's taking some McAllen. Right up the alley. Right up the alley. Um, I I think I'm at 7.8 with this. Okay. And I, I think I would be higher if the neat was better. Like if uh-huh. I had this at you know, just buy buy an ounce or two at a restaurant or a bar or something like that. And I had just the neat, I'd be like, no, not my thing. I wouldn't yeah. think to put water in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and you kind of want the neat to kind of stand out the most because that's what you're blending for is to go neat. Yeah. I assume. Mm. Unless you're pappy and you want it with some ice cube and a lemon wedge or something like that. Yeah. Um, but I love the water. Water was my favorite. The, the nice. rye spice. Oh, we always say we go off the favor, right? So if it was no, do. I'm not doing that. That's how I'm we should doing, rate. I'm not doing that. I think because I feel like he's n- avoiding it. I am. I'm an avoider. So yeah, seven point eight is what I'm giving it. I like that. I like that seven point eight. So it? yeah, I respect it. Um, now that our ratings are in, I think it's time for our next segment of the show. We like to call "What do you think about that Instagram post?" So here we go.
Hour of the show where we read a post, read an article, didn't write it, didn't read it, didn't post it. Here it go. Uh, this one comes from The Bourbon News, and I'm sure you can find it on some other outlets, but yeah. The Bourbon News on Instagram led us to this. And yes. it says here, news from Maker's Mark. Cellar age, a blend of 11 and 12-year-old bourbons. A special blend of aged barrel, 70% whiskey, aged 11 years. 30% whiskey, aged 12 years. Cellar age, Kentucky Straight Bourbon. 750 milliliter, 50, 45.30% alcohol volume. Labels have been 45.3, so 90. About like 90.6, yeah. Labels have been leaked from uh, Maker's Mark. But these, these are, this is coming off a label from Maker's Mark. Cole, any thoughts on this news? What, what you got? This is huge for Maker's Mark. Huge. So, Maker's Mark is known for bottling it when it's ready, which mm-hmm. usually turns out in terms of their, their options about six years. So people have been asking Maker's Mark for years to put an age statement on uh, and like age it for longer than 10 years. So this is huge for Maker's Mark. And I thought this is even better than an article this week. This is a wish granted from Maker's Mark to put an age statement or at least a half and or like 30 70 age statement on uh what they're doing and i respect that not only did they put an age statement on it but they blended age stated barrels because uh that means they're really trying for this to be a great release like if you just like throw out a barrel hey it may be good it might be not people will buy it if it's age stated but what they did here was do a little extra work on it, which shows me that this might be a very great product. I'd be very interested to try it. If any of our listeners find some, we would love to try it. Uh, I do really like makers, mm-hmm. but that's my problem with it is like, why don't we try it a little longer? Um, especially with their like uh, barrel proof stuff. That's what I said to uh, every ex-girlfriend yeah. I ever had. And thank goodness yeah. they said, show me your barrel proof stuff. No, why don't we try it a little longer? And then they were like, nope. And I met the woman of my dreams. Hey, oh, so I am on the opposite side of the fence here. Like, okay. it could be worse. It could be worse, Cole. What yeah. if it's worse? What if no, it they could keep be, giving us the same stuff? Then we'll know. And it keeps us from the love of our lives. Yeah. Which is another weeded bourbon. Yeah. Weeded and repeated keeps me seated, and they're conceited. Sorry, the last part was about my ex girlfriends again. They should not yeah. have thought so highly of themselves. They can't do better. I'm than just a me. teenage dirtbag, baby. Listen to Iron Maiden, maybe with me. Um, and Weedus full circle. Oh my gosh, it is Weedus from a weeded bourbon. Yep, exactly. Booyah, Grandma. Booyah. Grandma, so I, I like my it. beans. It could be bad. It could be bad. Uh, no, I, I, I agree. I think, think it's interesting. It's like branch out, do it, especially from a yeah. brand that's that big, right? Like, yeah, they're huge. Might as well have yeah. your side project. Mm-hmm. Save a couple barrels, put them to the side. I mean, it's taken them so long. They've been around since like the '60s or something like that. I might be wrong on that, uh, but they've been around for a while with Samuel. I want to say that. Someone out there is yelling his last name. Uh, I don't know what the original guy was, but I think the recent Maker's Mark, Samuel, what the crap? I want to say Maker's Mark name? came around in the 80s, Cole. Maybe. Did you look that up? No, I just remember listening to a book where it was like one of the first craft whiskey distillers. But Maker, in remember the story of he like baked some bread? I feel like that was like at least the 60s. Mm, I don't know. No, no, that's what his name is. Uh, Samuels. That's what Rob Samuels. Rob Dedlow. Beautiful Rob name. Samuels. No, my name's not Rob Dedlow. No, it's definitely not. It's my name Roberto. is. My, what is my name? My name is. Oh, Robert. Oh, um. Oh, uh, I know this. Uh, uh, B. Blanchard. Blanchard. Yeah. Blanchard. Robert yeah, Blanchard. That. that yeah. No, Cole did a thing where it was like analyzed our dialogue and it came up with it was a uh, uh basically chat gpt for google i asked them what do you know about chill filtered podcast and it's like oh it's hosted by cole seabald and rob blanchard and i am rob robbie blanchard, blanchard. 
I don't yeah. see Google just outed me. That's my real name. Yeah. Now all my family will know Robert Blanchard here. I was going to put that as my name on YouTube dream year. Yeah. I didn't. You should put all that right. next week on as your as your title on the bottom. That's what I wanted Robbie to do this week. Blanchard. No, I'm a Rob Blanchard. Okay. Okay. Sorry. 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 Robert sorry, sorry. Blanchard, actually, because it's more sophisticated. Yeah. Anyway, should we move so on? So we Nicole? have last week's results from a what whiskey would you choose? We do. It is no surprise. I have a what whiskey would you choose this week, unless you had one. Great googly moogly. I need you to say it. So anyway, last week we talked about what whiskey are you giving your child on their 21st birthday? Cole went with Eagle Rare Standard 10-year. And I went with Crown Peach Royal. Crown Which Royal I get Peach. the appeal of is like, hey, you don't want to overwhelm them. Well, my my, ration, my rationale, I think it was good. It was like, my, yeah. I don't think my daughter is going to be someone that's going to handle. I, yeah. I don't. She is a rule follower. Mm-hmm. I don't think she'll handle it. And I'll just give her something that'll be nice and sweet and tasty in cold one 87 yeah. to 13 percent. so from a whiskey listening podcast standpoint yeah mm-hmm. i see why cold one uh but we had some good write-ins killed the 518 miles ferguson i had a chance to pick miles up a ferguson. glen grant 21 which would be so cool for 21st that birthday, would be cool but it's expensive if his kids weren't already older than that yeah. yeah uh joel nemo nine and it will be on their 18th whoops missed that something hazmat hazmat baby Bring them, bring them Tas- down hard. And in Tasmania, it's 18. So, yeah. Uh, Matt Tamar have been close to Buffalo Trace. Awesome standard. Brian Rapp, since Beam Juice was my first love, I'll keep a Booker's that's dated near their birthday. That'd be cool. That's awesome. Bourbon Badger, Caleb Olson, Old Forester, birthday bourbon from their birth year. Noise. That'd be cool. Bryce Marita, Bryce under, B underscore side. Bryce Marita, yam 18 if possible, but if not, probably something from Delbach. Yammy Zacky. And Bryce, that's why we like you. You're right. You're like right in the in the zone with us. That's where we're at. Yeah. Uh Paul Clarkson, P. Clarkson 21. Look for a special bottle of the day before birth. Little book, chapter four and one blood oath eight for the other. I like so, that. Before the birth, bottles. that's awesome. And he's too. Bushmills single malt 21. And Dramhound. This is, I think, this one, like if you can get this. For your child, you're winning. Yeah. Dramhound, yeah, yeah. Blanton's Gold, yeah. where the Freaking dump date Blanton's Gold. is their birthday. Yeah. First of all, Blanton's Gold. Yeah, and then a dump the date. Dump the dump date. Ex- and I asked him later, I was like, was that to the exact year? And he's like, yes, to the year. Oh, that, and that wins. Yeah. I mean, like, if you can do that, that's where you go. I think, yeah, yeah, anything with a dump date on their birthday, the exact day, that's the yeah. way to go. My right? thing was, I have a Henry McKenna 10-year. That was... <clears throat> barreled 10 years before Beck's birthday, which I thought was pretty cool, but I doubt they bottled cool. it on 10 years later. Exactly. So, yeah. All right, cool. Um, so what do we got this week? Yeah. So this is a fun one. It's not too much of like a taste thing, but it's, uh, oh, you know, I every, a lot of, I, you know, cool. I have, you know, it. when it comes to tasting, I'm not that great. I lost no, in Matt madness. How are you doing in Matt madness? So far, so good. Yeah, you're gonna win. Call for the win. Call for the win. CFW. Call for the win. CFT dub. Well, the, nah, I guess the, sometimes we don't capitalize the ons, the thes, uh, the a's, <laughs> the us. Let's um, go, bruh. Bruh. Uh, so this week. It is not not based on taste, but based on what is your favorite whiskey nickname? I'll give you some hints, or I'll give you some uh, shortenings of names or changes of names. For example, um, MFW, or no, MFC, Mellow Corn, um, and I'll skip the middle one. MFC? Um, oh, gotcha. Yeah, and uh, or you know even Pappy is a shortened version of Pappy Van Winkle. Uh, there are some other names. What is your favorite like go to nickname for a whiskey? Okay, well you go first because you've obviously thought about this. Do you have an idea? Yeah, so, so I you know I I think I gotta think about this for a second. Look at my look at my list behind me. I mean, I was thinking of yam because yam. Mm-hmm. You said yam. 
I said yam. Uh, well, when you read it, I'm a phonetic person. I read things phonetically. I like yam. I'll go with yam. You can go yam. I'm 18 while I'm at it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going with the episode, the old knob schlob. Knob schlob. Heard it plenty yep. of times, right, people? Yep. I don't know what to go with, Cole. You always no, spring these on me, and I stink. I, um, I, I just like word. EHT. I like EHT. EHT is a nickname. Yeah, I like we'll go with that. Just go EHT. What, small batch, single barrel? Just EHT. Barrel you got an EHT? And the person behind the counter either knows what you're talking about. They go, oh, no, we don't. You're you're a dummy because this is either. Or they're like, or they go, what? Huh? Yeah. And you're like, yeah. time to go to a new bar. Yeah. So that's about that. So, that's cool. Okay. Um, we'll post that this week. What are we drinking next week, Cole? Any uh, ideas? Great question. Yeah, it is a good question. If you look, it's our 250th episode. Oh, so we we're doing we should do no. something nice. What is it? We have we have the uh, Junior. Yeah, Batch at 17. No, I thought we had, quick don't we have a BTAC on the shelf? We don't. No, we don't. Let's just do Stag Junior then. Let's do the Stag. Let's just not even it's put it. It's gonna be up. a let's, good one. I'm really looking forward stag. to it. Either way, we'll have a Stag party for 250. Yeah, done. That'll be good. There will be no or, two pictures. Yeah, we'll do stag. I was thinking we could do Glenn Grant eighteen, but I think stag's better for this case. So, okay, that's stag. Cool. Stag party. Stag it up. All right. So I hope uh, our listeners will uh, listen. Uh, will uh, check us out next week and for our two fiftieth episode, which will basically be our five year anniversary, basically. Um, even though That's it's technically be out 260, we're gonna count this as our five year anniversary. So no, because we're gonna celebrate every milestone. This is 250. That's half yeah. of 500, which is half of a thousand. We're yeah. at a quarter, quarter of a thousand. Thousand. The court. No. Like, that's a lot of episodes. We've been it at is. this for a long time, can and you, I love well, it. You have. Can you believe you've been going this long? No, it doesn't feel like five years. It does not feel like well, five years. You, it like, feels like two like, years. What is a couple episodes? I can't remember. You're like, oh, we drank this. When do you think we drank that? And I'm like, I don't know, a couple months ago. I'm like, no, it was a year and a half. What? Yeah. yeah, just time flies when you're having fun, man. Do you remember when we drank um, Dead Guy whiskey? Like, was, yeah, when you're at my house. Like and 54, I, I want to say. And I, I 54 or 58, something like that. And I yeah, poured you the samples, yes. and you're like, Robbie, how much do you think we drink on this show? I'm like, I don't know. I'm drinking <laughs> with a friend. A, you poured a handle. Yeah. Yeah. I poured a fistful instead of a finger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Look That's at right. this. Can't wait. Well, for I time. appreciate uh, how much we've come, and I hope our listeners appreciate <laughs> how much they've come along, <laughs> how far we've come. That too. Along. Yeah. Golly, yeah, along. cool. Oh yeah. man, man, this is and like Cole, the old days. I hope you get better at not speaking in innuendos unknowingly. Unknowingly, exactly. I hope. Uh, I hope we're gonna have a fun Easter's, and I hope everyone had a fun Easter's by the time this came out. But most of all, <laughs> listeners and viewers, I hope that our love of whiskey lifted your spirits. You're both yeah. idiots. Sweet. What's that? It was a banner day at the Deadlow household. Oh, yeah. You made banners. Dad would give me a pack of smokes. It's like, go ahead, Johnny. Have a Merry Christmas. I know. That's like a breakfast club paraphrasing. Mm. I haven't seen it. You never I, seen the breakfast no. club? Good. Yeah, I should. Oh, it's a John Hughes bit joint. Not the John Hughes, but the director. That's true. Okay. <laughs>